0: Hello, happy Saturday everyone, I hope you're having a good day, well so far, it's um, uh, quarter past seven, and it's RBT live reading, so let's get into Exodus and chapter 16, Exodus 16, let's just jump straight on in, shall we? The whole Israelite community set out from Elim and came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they'd come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses told Aaron, say to the entire community, come before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. While Aaron was speaking to the whole Israelite community, they looked towards the desert, and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the cloud. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, At twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening quail came and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Each one is to gather as much as he needs. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, he who gathered much did not have too much, and he who gathered little did not have too little. Each one gathered as much as he needed. Then Moses said to them, No one is to keep any of it until morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept kept part of it until morning, but it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. Each morning, everyone gathered as much as as he needed. And when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much two omers for each person and the leaders of the community came and reported this to moses he said to them this is what the lord commanded tomorrow is to be a day of rest a holy sabbath to the lord so bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil save whatever is left and keep it until morning so they saved it until morning as moses commanded and it did not stink or get maggots in it that's incredible eat it today moses said because today is a Sabbath to the Lord. You will not find any of it on the ground. Six days you are to gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will not be any. Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commands and my instructions? Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That is why on the sixth day he gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where he is on the seventh day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was white like coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Man. Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Take an omer of manna and keep it for the generations to come so that they can see the bread I gave you to eat in the desert when I brought you out of Egypt. So Moses said to Aaron, take a jar and put an omer of manna in it. Then place it before the Lord to keep for the generations to come. As the Lord commanded Moses, Aaron put the manna in front of the testimony that it might be kept. The Israelites ate manna for 40 years until they came to a land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Canaan. And they grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you bring us out of Egypt? Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord. What am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord answered Moses, walk on ahead of the people. Take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile. And go, I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the place Massa and Meribah. Because the, leaders, because the Israelites quarrelled and because they tested the Lord saying, Is the Lord among us or not? The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, he took a stone and put it under him. They took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Moses overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered, and make sure that Joshua hears it, because I will completely erase the memory of the Amalekites from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it. The Lord is my banner. He said, For hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian and father in law of Moses, heard of everything God had done for Moses and for his people Israel, and how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. After Moses had sent away his wife Zipporah, his father-in-law Jethro received her and her two sons. One son was named Gershom, for Moses said, I have become an alien in a foreign land. And the other was named Eliezer, for he said, my father's God was my helper. He saved me from the sword of Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' son and wife, came to him in the desert, where he was camped near the mountain of God. Jethro had sent word to him, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and her two sons. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. They greeted each other and then went into the tent. Moses told his father-in-law about everything the Lord had done to Pharaoh, to the Egyptians, uh, for Israel's sake, and about all the hardships they had met along the way and how the Lord had saved them. Jethro was delighted to hear about all the good things the Lord had done for Israel in rescuing them from the hand of the Egyptians. He said, praise be to the Lord who rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and of Pharaoh and who rescued the people from the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all other gods, for he did this to those who had treated Israel arrogantly. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering And other sacrifices to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father in law in the presence of God. Wow! The next day, Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people, and they stood round him from morning till evening. When his father in law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge while all these people stand round from morning till evening? Moses answered him, well, because the people came, come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it is brought to me and I decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and laws. Moses' father-in-law replied, what you're doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me and I'll give you some advice. And may God be with you. You must be the people's representatives before God and bring their disputes to him. Teach them the decrees and laws and show them the way to live and the duties they are to perform. But select capable men from among the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times, but have them bring every difficult case to you. The simple cases can be decided themselves. That will make your load lighter because they will share it with you. If you do this and God so commands, you'll be able to stand the strain and all these people will go home satisfied. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. He chose capable men from all Israel and made them leaders of the people, officials over hundreds—sorry, thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens, they served as judges for the people at all times. The difficult cases, they brought to Moses, but the simple ones, they decided themselves. Then Moses sent his father-in-law on his way and he returned to his own country. Amazing. Well, happy Saturday. Two things that stood out to me. One is that uh, the manna that um, is put in the jar and is put in the Ark of the Testimony or the Ark of the Covenant. And I love that, that it's, it's a reminder uh, that we don't just live on bread alone, but we live uh, by the miraculous provision um, of that bread from heaven, where Jesus says, I am the bread of life, isn't it? We live uh, with, with uh, uh, upon his words uh, because of him. And it's a lovely reminder today, on this Saturday, uh, that you, you can look to him and know help in him. But the, the key bit here, wasn't it, the big theme here was the dailiness of it, uh, because the they kept some till morning and they went maggoty. And it's like, come on, people, isn't it? And then like collect um, twice as much on the Friday because on the Sabbath, um, there won't be any. But yet, people go and look for it. You're like, no. So it's the, it's the dailiness of this that's really important, isn't it? That today, this Saturday, look to Jesus. You, know, you can find help in him, strength in him. All that you need can be found in him today. Don't think about next week. And about the weeks to come and school and exams down the way or whatever it is. Now, don't be thinking any of that. Just think today. Yes, he's got enough for you today. So take that with you into today. The second thing is about Moses and just how humble he is. There's this lovely interaction between Jethro and Moses here. What you're doing is not good. Uh, there's a correction here. I've got a lovely study on this with, uh, about correction, a little walkthrough Um but Moses takes it on the chin, you know, and, and he's like, no, this will serve the church, which is amazing, isn't it? So here we are, have the, the plurality of, of elders. This is the first eldership that you kind of see in work in here. Um, all of them in on serving the church, not this uh, Moses one person holding everything. No, let's, let's do this. Plurality of elders. Um, and it works a treat. Lovely. Have a great day. God bless you and goodbye. And I'll see you again tomorrow.